Welcome to uh, what we're going to call episode 9.5, if you will, of the Nerd is the Word podcast. I am Dan. Uh, My other hosts, unfortunately, not able to join me. Um, Hectic schedules as they are, uh, preventing all of us from getting together, as we had hoped. And um, unfortunately, due to some issues uh, last weekend, we weren't able to bring you the interview with comedian Adam Lash that we had promised. Um, We are rescheduling with him, so he will be on the show, and uh, we're very grateful to him for uh, working with us. But we did not want to leave you guys hanging. We wanted to make sure that, um, you know, we were able to put something out for you guys to enjoy because we appreciate all of our regular listeners. And so uh, I did something a bit unorthodox, and we're calling this uh, episode 9.5 if you will, because uh, it's a little shorter than usual, and we did something a little different. Um, I had a chance to sit down and talk with Alan, and uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Alan is the head of the Hall of Heroes, and that is located here in uh, Michiana, in Elkhart, uh, just off 17th Street. Uh, It started as a personal collection of his comics that he decided to put on display, excuse me, uh, as... Uh, a museum in a building he designed to look just like the Hall of Justice from the Justice League, and it's absolutely incredible. And uh, so I got a chance to sit down with him. We're going to be hopefully doing a lot with this uh, gentleman, the board, and the entire uh, organization coming up. And uh, he decided to fill us in on some of the awesome new items that the uh, hall has gotten uh, recently, uh, some items to come, and some of the awesome upcoming events that they have. Uh, and so this is going to serve as uh, just a little introduction, if you will, into um, this interview that I did with them. We also are going to have pictures up on the page of uh, some of the awesome items they have there. If you are a fan of comic books, if you're a fan of uh, comic-related things, uh, action figures, pop culture, movies, TV, um, this is the place for you. Um, All the money goes to preserving comic books. It goes to, um, you know, adding new things to the collection, doing all kinds of great work. Uh, this is a nonprofit organization. Uh, members of the board include famous artists like Scott Rosema. Uh, he's had visits from people like Stan Lee. He's done work with people like Alan Bellman. Um, they've had stuff from Jim Parsons from The Big Bang Theory. The show Toy Hunter has been there. Stan Lee has been there to film his show, um, and you're going to hear more about that in the episode. Um, and I will give you a heads up during the episode that there were people obviously in the museum because it is an active working museum Uh, so there are some periods uh, where things may sound a little rough there is some noise in the background but that's part of the experience there are people there enjoying and sharing um, in what the museum has to offer and so just be advised that you will hear some kids you will hear some comments um, but I think that's what makes it really special and I didn't want to eliminate all of that because uh, that really gives you kind of a sense of what goes on there And uh, again, a big thank you to Alan for having us out. We hope to go out again for a more in-depth interview with him. Um, We also have Adam uh, Lash, the comedian, uh, wonderful stand-up guy from New York. He also does some web series stuff that will be on uh, in the near future with us. And we're happy to announce that we were going to have the head of programming from Wizard World, um, the people that do the Comic-Cons. His name is Mo Lightning. He is the guy that sets up the panels, works with all of the famous stars and celebrities and people that come in and, and give these talks at these comic conventions all around the world, uh, all around the country too. Um, 
going to be joining us, which is awesome for the show. So some big guests coming down the road. And uh, like I said, Alan as well. And hopefully at some of the events we can make it to, um, he too brings out some very big artists some big celebrities. Uh, so lots of things to come. Um, this is coming up for you guys. You'll be listening to this hopefully on Sunday the uh, 19th. These shirts that everybody ordered. Again, a big thank you to that. We sold uh, over 40 shirts, which was great because we were going to just do a couple for friends and family. So you guys really did an awesome job with that. Uh, they will be picked up uh, coming up on the 20th, and uh, we will be distributing them throughout the week. We'll be making arrangements with those uh, who need them to come and pick them up. Um, and uh, again, thank you guys. You guys did an awesome job helping us sell those, and they will be available through this week for you guys to finally pick up and enjoy and help us uh, spread the logo. Uh, coming up next weekend, we will have Matt out doing live coverage. Uh, well, live in a sense at C2E2. Uh, he will be providing pictures and some coverage of that. Jordan and myself will be putting up an awesome episode for you. Um, we're also happy to announce that we put up the website, the Nerd word uh, dot wordpress and that's really limiting and so we said you know what we owe it to our fans that we can do better uh, we have bought hosting space and are building a website and it will be live before the end of the month and it will offer you a way to read blogs uh, game reviews uh, photo galleries of all these things we're doing it's going to have an archive of all the episodes and it will have um, a way for you to enter into the huge contest that we have coming up uh launching on free comic book day details will be coming about that but we just like to let everybody know that launching on free comic book day both at buy me toys and on our website you will be able to sign up for our drawing we'll be giving away tons of awesome prizes uh what those prizes are are a secret as of right now and um all i'll tell you is it includes exclusive limited edition variant cover comics signed comics what ones they are we will find out, and uh, we're going to have several winners. There's a grand prize winner, some runners-up, um, and that is coming, and that will be running through the month of May as well. Uh, we are taking this thing to the next level, and we appreciate everybody for uh, so far supporting us, um, and we can't wait to get everything going. But without further ado, I hope you enjoy the interview we had uh, with Alan or that I had time to sit down with, and uh, we will be back with you for uh, episode 10, rather, uh, coming up in about a week or two, so enjoy. Hi, this is Dan here with Nerd is the Word podcast. We are taking it to the streets today. I am Sans, my co-host, but uh, we have made a stop out at the Hall of Heroes Superhero Museum, and I am joined by the head man in charge, the head honcho, if you will, um, Alan, and uh, he's going to sit and talk with us for a little bit, give us some uh, information on some of the awesome events that they have coming up, and... Uh, You'll be able to see on the site later, too. We'll be providing you with some pictures. And, uh, Alan, thank you for joining me. And, uh, hey, you're welcome. And let us come out and uh, take a look and, uh, and get a chance to talk with you. Cool. Um, I guess to start, for uh, our listeners who may not know, if you want to maybe give us just a quick synopsis or background of uh, you know how you guys kind of got started and what sure. you do here. And No, that's not a problem. No, our, our museum, uh, we are the only comic book and superhero museum in the world. We cover the whole 75-year history of superheroes and comics, toys, film, and animation. Um, our museum itself is a two-story replica of the Hall of Justice from Super Friends. Which you'll see in the pictures. It's, it's great. It's awesome. You drive up, you can't miss it's it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, we have a replica of the set of the Batcave inside. Uh, and we also have Adam West's um, personal Batman costume that he wore uh, here as well. We have William Katz's original Grace American Hero suit here. We have the actual uh, shield used by Chris Evans in the first Captain America film. It's actually been autographed by the entire cast of uh, Winter Soldier, the second Captain America film. 
and also the entire cast of Marvel's Agents of Shield, the television series. Oh well, now yeah. that is awesome. Yeah, Pretty I mean, cool. they've got a, a who's who of of items of books and uh, uh, anything your I think your imagination can we, come we up do. with. We <laughs> do. Yeah, we have over ten thousand uh, toys, figures, props here. Over sixty thousand comic books. Um, and over 100 pieces of original art, animation cells, and original comic book pages here at the museum. And that's incredible. And I think that uh, I, I think that that definitely uh, trumps anybody else's collection that I, I've ever seen. So well, it, it is the largest in the world, um, and that's kind of how you know we uh, opened the museum up about eight years ago. Um, 90% of the museum's collection is, is my 35-year personal collection. Oh, wow! Uh, which has been uh, you know verified as the largest collection for the last. 20 years since 1995 okay um so yeah this year's actually the 20th anniversary of verification nice that i've held the largest well, congratulations the thank you <laughs> and then next month is our uh eighth eight year anniversary of the museum itself awesome and i would imagine that uh that 35 years was probably a great labor of love um oh, absolutely. if nothing else i mean yeah. uh I, i'm sure most of our listeners and myself it, this is one of those things where collecting um it, it's it's a love hate. It's mm-hmm. it's uh it, it it is it's your whole heart and soul into something like that. Uh, I think unique to to anything else. I don't I don't think I've ever hear, you know, people collect stamps and collect things like right. that that ever seem to uh, have the same passion as as uh, this comic collectibles. That's true. They they don't you know because you know with the the stamps it's like you know there's really nothing there but one image. Yes. Where with the comics there's story you kind of get you know into that character you know you love or hate these characters you you love or hate the artists or, and yes. writers that draw and write them uh, depending on what they do with your favorite character. Yes. Um, so yeah there's a lot more passion involved with comic books than probably any other collectible. And and I think that this is this. Uh, this building, this museum, is 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 really the ultimate testament to that. I mean, yeah. it's it's everybody's favorite anything. I mean, superhero, pop culture. I mean, and this is looking just from one spot. Um, I mean, on display for I mean for people to come and enjoy it. It look it's it's memories. It's shelves and walls and oh, things yeah. of memories and of stories and mm-hmm. and uh, you know and and things you dream about. I mean to owning and about, you know, doing. And I think that's great. And eight years, um, I mean, that's a testament to itself, obviously, of yeah. of um, people's enjoyment of this. Well, the museum has grown so much uh, in, the, in the last eight years. When I originally built this, it was just to kind of share that passion and for people to kind of come see the world's largest collection. Right. Um, and then in the last two to three years, it has grown tremendously on a, on a national level. You know, we've had four national TV shows uh, filmed here. Um, we actually have a fifth coming up that I'm not allowed to disclose. Um, but we've had, you know, Stanley himself has filmed, you know, his super fan series here. Two of his episodes were filmed here. Uh, we had the Toy Hunter here last year. Um, we've just, you know, it's just crazy how it's, you know, now we have... It's really weird because we're much more well-known on a national level than we are a local level. And see, that's what's interesting to me, and that was one of the reasons we wanted to come is is to to, to hopefully help people realize that we have something here mm-hmm. that exists nowhere else in the world, and is you know that's something to 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 value. I mean, oh, uh, you know, there's so many cities that people identify things, you know, as being the big city or a notable city because they have things. You know, right. Chicago's got the Sears Tower, and it's got 
the Shedd Aquarium, New York's got the uh, you know Empire State Building or whatever. Something like this is is something in my mind on par with that. I mean, this is this is right. something you will not see, you will not experience, and right. to have that. I mean, here where where we live, and uh, I think it's just is is incredible. Well, and that's what we're working on this year and next year. We're working on trying to get with uh, you know local government. Um, trying to, you know, advertise, market us more in connection with Elkhart um, to bring, because we bring, uh, you know, much more tourism to this area than people probably realize. And that's and that's just really huge. The other thing we're looking at within the next few years is relocating into a larger facility because we've kind okay. of grown this facility. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of fundraising, looking for a lot of donors, a lot of things to to make that because we can be, you know, like one of the big Chicago museums or Absolutely. Indianapolis museums because we have that much potential. Um, and we just, yeah, we just need to get some funding, some, you know, some, you know, some of the city, you know, county governments behind us, you know, and, uh, yeah, we can really help, you know, bring a lot of tourism to, to this area. Yeah. And, uh, the, uh, it's a good and a bad thing. I, it's a blessing and a curse, uh, having Notre Dame here. They do, I think, overshadow a lot of people. Right. Focus uh, tourism wise, they, sure. they they link everything to that, and right. a lot of times things that are hidden gems in in mm-hmm. the community, um, like you said, they right. they kind of fly under the radar. Uh, other than to those, I mean, who who know, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, and again, you'll see with the photos we put up, uh, or if you get a chance to come here, I mean, because even photos can't do it justice. Um, there is potential to put. I mean, to to be. I mean, something on par with these large museums and things exactly. like that. And, um, you know, I know you said that you're doing a lot to uh, market locally. And um, we have discussed a little bit earlier that uh, not only do you guys, you know, offer an experience locally, but you do a lot of good work uh, locally do. in the community. Um, if you guys aren't aware, our listeners, um, you said that a lot of charity work, a yeah. lot of uh, giving to the community, which, which again is um, that's something unique too. I, right. you know, I've been to several museums in Chicago, the Shed, things like that, and they do you know free days for families and things like right. that. But um, I, I don't think I can't think of another museum that does a lot of really good philanthropy and you know feet on the ground going out right. type of charity work exactly. and again that's something else very unique about this right. um that i think makes it special yeah just you know last saturday we uh we did the uh, cap superhero 5k and that was for the uh child abuse preventive services that's okay. what cap stands for um and they approached us several months ago and said hey we want to do a race we want to make it superhero themed as a uh fundraiser you know for our uh, for our organization and we agreed to help them put it all together you know from scratch and uh you know they uh, we had over uh, 600 people advance register probably and then a lot of people registered day of and that was probably closer to 700 people that that registered ran the race um and it was it was fantastic to turn out for that and we had all the our cosplayers out there in costume and cheering people on and uh and it was it was a lot of fun. It was uh, great to you know because you know we're really big into kids. You yes. know we work with a lot of the uh, Boy Scout groups uh, tour okay. here, and we give them you know fifty percent discount for any of uh, the youth organizations okay. that uh, do tours here, do do, do field trips here. Um, you know the Scouts, uh, Boys and Girls Club in the summer we do a lot of tours for them. Um, so a lot of you know a lot of the schools we do tours for. So a lot of that. 
you know, we, we discount that because we're really big in working with the kids. Yes, and, and that's something else that I think is, is nice is, is schools and things like that here. Um, comics and collectibles, things like that are very much um, a shared experience and passing, the, it's something that I think much like family traditions, much like heirlooms, I mean, they, they really get passed down from generation to generation and with you guys having such a expansive collection, I mean, through such a, the whole period of time, being able to bring Boy Scouts and, and kids and stuff, that's that's uh, connecting these kids with something that they may not otherwise um, be able to see or do or right. things like that. And I think that that uh, helps make a continued cycle of, of fans and of, um, you know, people that are going to hopefully maintain some kind of special connection to this yeah. this kind of world. We do, you know, and we use the superheroes for a variety of things here. Um, with the kid, or, you know, the child organizations, we use... Uh, superheroes uh as positive role models you know mm -hmm. kind of do the right thing you know be a hero that sort of thing positive message definitely we, we use that uh we also use um superheroes in comic books uh for educational programs you know okay. childhood literacy you know we actually uh for a lot of the libraries we actually will donate you know they have their summer reading programs yes. and they get prizes the kids uh, a lot of the uh, libraries will contact us, and we give them free passes as some of those prizes. Okay. So we actually donate to that program as well, um, you know, because we believe in that. We actually have a huge dollar section uh, here in our gift shop, you know, that we want parents to buy, you know, some dollar counts for the kids to help them read. Because that's yeah. how I learned to read as a kid was with comic books, and I also got my love of history. From from reading comic books, reading like the old Invaders, All Star Squadron mm -hmm. comics, the World War Two stuff. Became very passionate about that time period um, and got into history. And I actually have a history degree. Um, okay. And that's kind of, and I was actually really honored this year. I actually do the comics and World War II panels for a lot of the cons um, because I just did a huge project uh, to honor Stan Lee and Alan Bellman. Uh, they're both going to be getting a Congressional Medal later this year. And I actually did all the history research that got that, uh, that passed for them. And that's and that's incredible, and and I think too that's something with a lot of people, um, younger fans as well. I, that's a part of it. I think that until you talk to someone like yourself or or, or come see these things, that again is a, a almost an, a lost fact that right. you know it was history and circumstances in history and things that really helped birth a lot of these things, mm -hmm. and that there is more to comics than than fun pictures and entertainment. There right. is that. That education, there is that, right. um, you know, they represent so many things. They represent morals, values, good and bad. And, mm -hmm. I mean, you could, uh, they're philosophical, very much so in a sense. I mean, and I think that that's something, again, here that you can see because you can see, right. again, a progression through time. You can see, um, you know, so many things by what may seem like just looking at figures and looking at books. <laughs> we, we actually have everything very organized and structured you know, here at the museum. We have special sections. Uh, we actually have the whole museum set up as kind of like a time machine that covers the whole 75-year history. We cover the different eras. You know, We cover the Golden Age, World War II section. Um, you know, we are the only museum that you can actually see an original Captain America number one from 1941. Uh, the others that exist are all in private collections, but we're the only place you can, that's, you know, public view that you can actually see an original one. And again, I think that plays into that shared experience, which is right. what this is aimed to be. And that's, that's something again, and I keep saying it, but it really is, it's unique because mm -hmm. 
you're taking what many people would lock away under lock and key exactly. and safe right. and just mm-hmm. hold for for any number of reasons, maybe for money, maybe just to, sure. to have, and you're saying that, you know, we can keep it safe, we can keep it in good condition, but we can also share it with everybody because that's that's what it's about. And, and preservation is big what we do. You know, our, our museum and the Library of Congress are the only... Uh, you know, organizations dedicate to preserving common books. Um, we're probably more dedicated than they are. Unfortunately, they have more funding than we do. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but right now, you know, our, our big project is to uh, preserve that Captain America number one. Um, we uh, are doing the uh, fundraising right now to raise about $10,000 towards that project. Awesome. We are uh, back after a quick pause. Uh, we actually have people coming in right now to look at everything and uh, <laughs> realize after the fact that a lot of the rundown uh, was contained there. But um, yeah, we've, uh, I'm, as you can see, I mean, just from that, um, people in and out. And um, it, it's one of those things they said is simply, it's eye catching. It drew oh, yeah. right in immediately uh, without. You know, needing commercials or anything. It's just you, when you see it, it's something that draws you in. And, oh, and, and, yeah. and now, you know, we've got, again, here, generations. We've got parents, children looking at things, and you could hear the parents connecting to things that they knew, and then yep. the children themselves. I mean, and that's a perfect example of what we've been talking about um, in that, that kind of that shared experience. And that happens where, you know, you have uh, the parents or the grandparents bring the kids out. And they actually end up enjoying it more than the kids. Not that the kids don't enjoy it, but they get more out of it because they see all the old toys and comics they remember from their childhood, and it makes them feel young again. Yeah. So if you want to feel young again, come on out. <laughs> there you, know? you go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and um, I, as he was describing to them, uh, what's nice is, and you'd mentioned earlier, there's, this is set up as a, such as a timeline. It, it's right. very sectionalized. There's a, it's an independent comics, a Marvel, a DC, a, a Batman, a Hollywood, a, a Golden Age. I mean, so yeah. it, it very much like any other museum, it's very easy to, if there's something you've seen or heard about and you know you want to see, you can come in and it, it's exactly. very easy to find and mm-hmm. you can get right to that and, oh, yeah. and, 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 and you know, there's no searching, there's no hunting, there's no... Because, you know, there's some museums where you go through and you're like, oh, I don't care about this or that. Right. The nice thing here is you won't encounter that, but even so, you right. could still get right to what you want right, exactly. easily. I, I think with our museum, you want to see all of it, though. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Is there, you wouldn't find a spot where you're like, eh, I don't, right. you know, whatever. Because, I mean, I, I somebody, you know, I, I spend hours every day reading and looking into comic things and pop culture and I walk in here and there's a 50 things off the bat I'm like I've never seen that or I didn't know about that I mean and so I feel like uh, as much as you think you may know I think you'll be surprised when you come here what you would see and um so you had said that, yeah, um, we talked that you have some events coming up, and um, we we do want to share have, uh, with our listeners because yeah. that way they can uh, market in the planner. Sure. I mean, now they've got no reason not to be here; they've right. got the advance notice. Exactly. Well, we have uh, you know we have some things coming up. Uh, we have uh, free comic book day is uh, May second, so that's that's pretty big. Um, we don't actually participate in Free Comic Book Day because we don't want to compete like with the comic book stores for that. Right. What we do do on Free Comic Book Day is we, we have, uh, that's like our half-price admission day. Okay. So if you come out here on Saturday, May 2nd to, to the museum, admission is only $3. Our normal admission is $6 uh, for 10 and older and $4 for uh, 9 and under. Um, but we will, uh, we just do $3 admission that day for Free Comic Book Day. 
Yeah, so see, and I know that a lot of the comic stores open early, so you can go out, you can get your free comics, and then, you can and then come right over exactly. here, and you can make an entire day. And you can uh, go see the Avengers film that day. Very true, yes, yeah. and you can make a, there you go, you have an entire day, um, a comic-centric day. Right. Um, I think that, again, offers you, to, well, a movie that's only going to happen one time, right. um, a museum that is one of a kind, right. and... An event that happens once a year, so exactly. that's quite that's quite a day of, of of big things. It is, and then of course, then the following Saturday is our May 9th, our Avengers Day. So uh, people can come out. That'll be from ten to four, and we'll have the uh, characters in costume. We'll have uh, the famous Scott Rosema here from Walt Disney and Cartoon Network. Uh, we'll have uh, a comic and toy show going on. Uh, we'll have the original shield uh, used in the movies out, where people can hold and get their picture taken with that, and that's. Uh, the funds for that will all go towards the restoration of our Captain America number one. Which is awesome, and uh, is awesome. Again, this is something to behold to the shield. It's something that, again, pictures, uh, right. you have to see it. It doesn't do you justice to, to just look. You have to come and see it. Um, the signatures are great. You look at them, and, and the shield, I mean, the, to look at it, you're just like, wow. And it, it almost, to me, looks like, I, I don't know how... Um, I would be able to hold that through an entire movie because I mean it, it, it looks just so intense and and solid and like a weapon. <laughs> but it's well, it is. It, but yeah, I mean it looks just so stable. I mean it looks like Captain America could go out and kick some villains' butts with it, and and you don't get that just from a picture. You have to see that. I mean, exactly, it's, it's it's great. Well, and that's what we're doing as part of our Avengers Day is actually giving people the Hollywood experience because you know people don't ever get to see much less touch the props. Yeah. You know, you can go to the cons and meet some of the actors and stuff, but the actual see and, and hold and touch and, and get your picture with one of the actual props, that's a, that's a huge Hollywood experience. Oh, yeah. That we're, that we're going to make as part of that Avengers Day. And, and that's something you can't, like you said, can't, you can't even get that at a con. I mean, you, can't. You, you go to, and you meet, you know, you meet Chris Evans. And, right. you know, okay, maybe even you could see him in the costume, but you get to actually hold the shield. You get to become Captain right. America exactly. for a minute. And that's, that's pretty cool. And that's, yeah, that's something you can't do. And even going to the store and buying a costume and things like that like that's that's a costume this is this right. is cap shield exactly. this is you know this, this is, is a, the actual one using the a, an, a surreal experience if you will and and for you know for a couple bucks i mean that's and that's and that's the thing it's you know it's it's a five dollar minimum donation uh towards you know our restoration of our captain america number one so not only do you get a Hollywood experience, but you're also donating towards... You're preserving some, a piece of exactly, history. Exactly, you're preserving comic book history. Yeah, because yes. we had the only publicly viewed Captain America number one. So you're participating in the preservation of a piece of history. Yes. You're and the, people would do that just for, for not getting anything in return. Exactly. You know, that are comic book fans that appreciate the history. Exactly. But you actually get that. And, we, and when we go to the cons, we do that. And a lot of people, you know... You know, we ask for a five dollar minimum donation. People will give us ten. People will give us twenty because they believe in the project. Exactly, you know? and and that's and that's that's something I think too. Again, with the comic book fans, it is unlike a lot of other right. fan groups. Is um, they go, uh, they always seem to go with the extra mile because mm-hmm. I think for so long there was. Um, People under underrated or didn't have right. the respect for a lot of the the, the things that um, you know we 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 as fans hold so near and dear right. and exactly. there was kind of a stereotyping of you know your nerdy and things like that and now that this has risen to prominence you know the the, the fans have, have 
have rightfully so said, you see, these right. things are important, and and you know we we take care of the things that right. are important to us, and exactly, and that's uh, what this this whole thing is about is 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 you know um, honoring and preserving exactly um, things that have been, I mean the whole world to some sure. people <laughs> you yeah. know i know for me that's you know they've they served so many purposes it, it's 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 entertainment it's a way to um you know kind of drown away stuff that's going on you can escape into a world uh, 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 all of your own because right. there is pictures and there is interaction but it, it is also imagination it, it it's it's unique <laughs> as we said with stamps it's it's a picture it's there yeah just um off the Top of your head, what's the first Spider-Man worth? Um, a mint condition of Amazing Fantasy 15 runs about a hundred thousand dollars. What's that one graded at? That one's probably about a seven five. Yeah, it's it's, it's up very there. fine. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. I saw I saw one on um, Pawn Stars. Not Pawn Stars. Uh, they did have one on their ones. No, it was in the comic book. It was uh, the same guys have been on both shows with the same copy of Amazing Fifteen. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is the name of their? They were supposed to come they out here and film an episode. Comic book men were supposed to come out here and film. They sold it in Tennessee. It was uh, American Pickers. Oh, American Pickers. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I did see that episode. Yeah, my yeah, son watched it. Was it was like fifteen thousand dollars or something like that. It yeah. Was not even a great copy. It was. Yeah, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ours is definitely much nicer than that one. Yeah. Plus, we got Stan's signature on it. So. Yeah, that's that's gotta boost it. It definitely helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say, yeah, comic book man, again, I mean, these are things that have popped up right. um, due to this this new, I guess, reinvigoration of, exactly. of, of fandom. And um, We're actually hoping to get our uh, get our show, uh, our own show going. Which would be, I think, great. And again, yeah. that's, I, I don't know if people realize that's something that is, is, is huge and right. it's, it's, it's here. It's in, it's in exactly. the Michiana community mm-hmm. and yep. it's made possible through the passionate people here that know about it and through people all across the nation that yeah. have donated their time, their money, their, yeah. their, their pieces, their, you oh, know, yeah. their, their heart and soul to something like this. And we are fortunate enough to have it here. And, right. uh, and we get a lot, we, and we have uh, really picked up over the last couple of years on, on donations. Uh, you know, we've, uh, the original cap shield was partial cash, partial donation. Okay. Uh, the Adam West original Batman costume, same thing, partial cash, partial donation. Um, we are getting a full donation for, um, one of the uh, Iron Man cars used in the first Iron Man film. That's going to be coming to us soon. And that's, um, I mean, you think about this, yeah. that it, it's, a, it's not a not a helmet, it's not a glove. I mean, you're, you're talking a huge prop. Entire car, yeah, yeah. We're and, entire car, yeah. The, the, the Cobra that was crushed in the first Iron Man movie, you know, that's, that's going to be here soon. And we've got, uh, we just got a donation uh, two weeks ago of a uh, large comic book collection, 22 long boxes, five to 6,000 comics that was donated to us recently. And so... People do donate things to us, and then we, you know, we find ways to, it's either, you know, stuff we need, or if it's not stuff we need, then we put it out for sale to raise funds for things that we need or for it our preservation projects. in some way or another It does. At we all. find uses for donations, absolutely. And I think that that's something nice about this being um, a, a museum and a nonprofit is, is right. everything that someone does here is utilized Right. to the fullest extent in some way or another i mean so you may think that you're not doing much but i get you know some people don't realize that everything right. helps and we have so many volunteers we have a lot of professional cosplayers like the people that are going to be out here for avengers day mm-hmm. you know we're gonna have hulk we're gonna have iron man we're gonna have captain america we're gonna have thor we're gonna have black widow we even have a guy coming as Groot. 
um, that will be nine feet tall and looks like he just stepped off the film. And wow, that's... <laughs> um, and, and, the, and that guy's coming out. He's actually um, one of the foremost uh, cosplayers in the country. He's won national cosplay contests okay. at several of the cons and things. And that, um, he's uh, very good. He actually works on, on movie sets. He's very good. Wow. And then his buddy who also works on sets that's a national you know, contest winner is doing Ultron. Awesome. So those guys are going to be here. You know, it's a lot going on that and, day. And that's another thing. I actually just read an article uh, today about where they said, you know, cosplaying is not just for conventions. And I think that this is a perfect example of uh, a lot of people have, have pinholed that as, you know, right. people dress up, they go to shows. But there's, that's again, that's a, it's something unique to this, this, right. this area of, of, of fandom is right. people invest these, these hours, money, this labor of love into, be, uh, again, becoming these heroes right. and that shares an experience with people, mm-hmm. you know, children and people get to come out and it's like, wow, like, you know, that's the Hulk and that's, right. and, and again, it's different yeah. than meeting Mark Ruffalo. It's, oh yeah. Mark Ruffalo, way better Hulk than any of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say there's that, and uh, I think the, the the way that it was directed in film definitely helped as well, because some of the other ones, the choice, I get, you, right. know, you and uh, that's one of those things I think you could, we could sit here probably and debate for hours, oh, which yeah. is, like, the which Hulk is. growing when he gets angry is not. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, again, one of the things I think about this is, is I don't really hear, um, you know, even magazine and other kind of collectors, the passion, the arguments. I mean, that's right. something I think the comic book fans are notorious for, the Marvel versus DC or right, exactly. Superman versus, you know, uh, Batman, right. things like that. The the passionate arguments right. <laughs> are we actually, you know, We actually have Avengers event. We, we have uh, not Marvel and DC fighting, but actually getting married. And that's, uh, yeah. again, that <laughs> you don't hear. I mean, that's not something that uh, that I'm sure it happens, but to... Have it happen at a place where people can experience that. Right, exactly. We the the Hulk is taking a bride during <laughs> Avengers Day, and he is, uh, of course, picking probably the most popular uh, female DC character, Wonder Woman. And where else would you see Wonder Woman yep. and the Hulk get married? Nowhere and, but and Captain here. America will be performing the wedding. And that I feel is uh, only appropriate. Exactly, he is the all American, the all American right. man. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, and that'll be happening at noon. At noon. At noon that day. So yeah, that'll uh, yeah you'll see the uh, Hulk Wonder Woman uh, wedding, which will be very cool. And uh, kind of going back to players, you know, those two cosplayers that do Wonder Woman and Hulk for us um, are actually getting married in real life a week later. So it's really cool. And you they're know, combining we, these two, the, some a shared passion of theirs, exactly, and an event with people that appreciate it. And, right. And I think that's again one of the cool things about this. Is it seems to be a point where all different types, because there's some people that are very specific to only action figures or only right. comic, and this seems to be a, a blending point of all we, we have things. It all and yeah, yeah and it, everybody. Yeah. It seems like from what we've talked about mm-hmm. and. Even from uh, the, the people in here, I mean, they're right. they're going from thing to thing and talking about different things. It, it, this is where any fantasy, passion, dream exactly. that you have can mm-hmm. kind of come out and be shared. And, Absolutely. And again, to have that here, I I think is so you can't state enough how how awesome that is. Right. Um, you know, to have that in a in an area like Michiana and right. to have it affordable, to have it. 
you know, right. available to everybody. It, you're not having to take a 20-some dollar per person round trip ticket to Chicago on the train and spend 25 or $30 to get in and then $10 for this extra thing and this right. extra thing. I mean, it's an affordable it is. thing that you can do. I feel like you, I mean, most people go to a museum, they go and that's it. Right. I feel like you would come through here 20 times and you'll probably see something each time that you didn't catch the time before. Well, we're always, we're, you know, we're always adding things. You know, like, uh, yeah. you know, we've got the Iron Man car coming in soon, you know, so that's unique. Um, you know, we're always on eBay looking for, you know, unique things. Um, you know, like right now we're looking for Detective 38, you know, First Prince of Robin. Yep. Uh, the third most rarest, you know, Batman kind of book. Um, we're, we're also, right now, we're looking for Marvel Mystery Number 1, which is the first Marvel comic. That was, um, was that the, the first, first under, yeah, okay, under, First yeah. Human Torch, first Submariner, yep. yep. That's one of the books we're currently searching for, um. And I, I, I'll ask you this. I just uh, was watching something about, and they were talking about um, the first, the Submariner number one, the Silver Age, mm-hmm. um, and they said that that's one of that's the one of the last affordable number one Silver Age books. Um, and you, as someone who right. who spends obviously a lot of time meticulously looking at, at right. the trends, the pri- I mean, um, mm-hmm. Do you do you feel that the Silver Age comics have finally gotten almost to that uh, unaffordable? I mean, for the personal collector. Well, you know, your your Amazing Fifteen, your FF One, Hulk. You know, the first Marvel ones. Uh, those, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, those are very pricey, um, and they are getting unaffordable. You know, you've got uh, Amazing Fantasy Fifteen. You know, that's in the six figures now for for mm-hmm. a mint one, right? Um, you know. But still, you know, for, for, you know, the average person doesn't have the kind of money to put down ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 on one comic book. Exactly. And that's kind of where you're at on those first ones. And for, for a mid-grade copy. Yeah, and I think, again, that's something here is, is why you can't own it. Right. You know, you can come and see it here all the right. time. Right, and we're the only place you can do that. Yeah, and, and again, like you said, you know, people that volunteer and donate, I mean, you can almost have a sense of uh, this communal ownership in a way. Of, right. You know, because... It, your money and your you know your donations your 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 time your you know your whatever is is keeping that here for you to to essentially always come and see and and so there is that Mm -hmm. and i think that's something else that's unique like you said uh, most of them are in people's collections i'm sure hoarded away you know somewhere and and so here this is when the type of books you know the type of books that you're going to see in our golden and silver age collections um, are ones that are, you know, probably not even in a collector's home. They're in safety deposit boxes. Yeah, in a bank. I mean, exactly. guarded. And, and so that's, yeah, they don't even get to look at them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, in essence, yeah. And that's what's nice is here for, a, you know, a $6 donation, um, right. you uh, you get to you get to look at that. Exactly. And you could look at, I mean, and it's, again, it's it's almost a, it's a, a feeling of communal um, mm-hmm. ownership in a way right. because... You're you're not keeping it in a safety deposit box in a sense. You're right. saying like, you know, yes, this is the museums, but but please come look at it, enjoy right. it, share exactly. in that with mm-hmm. us. And I think that that's an, an awesome thing because, right. um, again, like you said, other than the Library of Congress, no one's doing that. Right. Um, and the Library of Congress doesn't have these books out on public display. And and they're not as invested in the, they're not invested in the same way that you are. That's they're, right. They're invested from a. They're of significance to our human history, right? But only certain ones and only certain things, right? Exactly. Yours is these. Uh, this whole this whole industry, this whole right. genre is is 
is important, right. and they all deserve it. And exactly. And so that's that's interesting. So yes, they're doing it, but you're the only one doing it the way that you are. Exactly. That's and, true. And that, I mean to say that is, right. is pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, so yes, we've got uh, Avenger Day. You said May 9th. Yep. And um, is there anything else coming up um, that you'd like to share for people to? Um, um, we've got the Avenger Day May 9th. Uh, we have the. Um, we're going to be at the uh, Elkhart uh, Memorial Day Parade on May 25th at 2 p.m. You can see a lot of our cosplayers in the parade. And again, that's a, a family-friendly and affordable event. And that's it's a, a free event. Yeah, that's that, free. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, you can grab your chairs and exactly. And so that's. Another example of how this is, uh, you know, unlike anything else. Right. <laughs> the Shed Aquarium doesn't go march through the no, Chicago no. and and help draw that in. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we've got the parade, we've got Avenger Day, and of course you said you're open. Um, Free ten, comic book day. For, yeah, we're doing a half price day that day, so yeah, we've got that going on. I mean, so through the month of May right there, you've got a ton of stuff to do. And again, because yeah. it's the way it is, it's, it's a different experience every exactly. time. So it's affordable. It's close, and it's not going to be the same right. every time, which is which is great. The Shed Aquarium has, I mean, yes, for the center, it's the same fish. The the Chicago Art Museum, with the exception of a few rotating pieces, has right. the same pictures. Right. This is something different all the time, right. and I think that's great. So, um, well, we uh, appreciate you having us out, and uh, for our listeners, and we've talked with you, we'll be back to do uh, uh, some more. Uh, coverage. Yeah, hopefully get out and do some events. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna get some pictures posted up, and uh, we'll be back. Hopefully to talk with you again very soon. Oh, I'll, get the, I'll get my missing in action partners out here. There and we you can go. Get more in depth. Um, um, if people wanted to um, to to donate to help out, is there a way that they can go about doing that? Is there? They, they can. They can. Uh, you know, obviously they can. You know, come see us. You know, and, and donate okay. here in person because they want to come see us, or they can. You know, um, get on our Facebook site, you know, get a hold of us that way. Okay. Um, that's the best way to reach us is on our Facebook site. Okay. And it's just under the Hall of Heroes Superhero Museum. Make okay. Sure put the on there. And, yes, you know, Hall of Heroes um, Superhero Museum on Facebook. We will get a, a link up on our page. There you go. Perfect. Um, for you guys to find. Um, are you on Twitter as well? We're not on Twitter. Not on no, Twitter. We do okay. Facebook, and then okay. we have a website, and that's about it. Yeah. Okay, and the website, and I'm yeah. at hallofheroes.com. Right. Okay, yeah. we'll get all that information up on the page um, for everybody yeah. uh, so they can come check it out, and uh, make sure you follow them. And I, I know you said uh, you do a lot of the event updates, pictures, and things on, on there. On Facebook we do, yep. Yeah, Facebook so is probably the best one to, perfect way to follow keep. us on that. Yep. Yep. And I know with the way the world is, I mean, you've got Facebook in your pocket with right, you all the exactly. time, so you can always know. Um, but we appreciate it, and cool. uh, we're going to go and get some photos shot. Yeah, and absolutely. Uh, uh, hopefully be back with you uh, definitely May 9th, um, and hopefully a lot more to come. I mean, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we, we, definitely, we do a lot of events. And uh, we're encouraging you know all of our listeners, if you haven't yet, definitely check out the Facebook, check out the website, and come check it out in person. Uh, I mean, again, with uh, the wide variety, we have a few listeners for, um, overseas. It says right. on SoundCloud, but with the exception of that, I mean everybody's within fifteen twenty minutes. Cool, um, perfect. So it's it's a quick drive for an amazing experience. Exactly. So, all right, well, we appreciate it, cool. and uh, we'll get on with the rest of this, and uh, we will be back May 9th. Sounds good.